Welcome everyone to the Paper Cuts Podcast. I am Dean DeFalco and with me today are Dan and Evan, though they're always with me. In spirit and in body <laughs> or mind. I, I really wanted it. to see where that one was going. <laughs> yeah, well, it went. Came and went. It's done now. We're going to talk about books. I mean, yeah. that's what we normally talk about is books. We got some great books for you this week. Just like every week. So forget about what I'm saying and let's get started. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's going to be that's, a good one. That's the best intro we've ever had. I know. I know. I know. That's not saying much for our other intros, though. No. <laughs> However, I stick by it. Shout out to intros. Big fan of the show. <laughs> Big oh, fan. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Okay. So, I, I mean, let, i tell you what. Let, let's have an open discussion here because literally we all read two of the same book. So, let, let's let's get those out of the way. The, the one I really want to talk well. Let's talk about uh, the the first one that um I I I thought it was good. It's just the other one kind of stuck it out of my mind a little bit more. But the first one is uh all new Hawkeye, which um not gonna lie, did did you guys think the uh, the transitions in the art were really really good in that book, or was it just me? It, they were stunning. Yeah, yeah, it looked really pretty. I mean, it just the the what's the word I'm gonna look for? The juxtaposition of the, the watercolors to the I don't know the the cartoony style. Like, yeah really really nice it, it definitely gave it like a two-story feel in that one book so yeah and they they did uh the the frames really interestingly too there was i believe one frame where they did an outline of a uh, hawkeye stringing up a bow and they put the uh flashback watercolor sequence inside the shape and it came out really good for for what it was i i was i was impressed by the whole book and yeah i mean just the way they did the paneling all the way through was very, very impressive. And the story was pretty good, too. I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes. It's not exactly what we had uh, with the last run of Hawkeye, but I'm I'm, st- I'm still in it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... I know this is blasphemous, but I didn't read the last or the current running Hawkeye book. Is there information in there about from that story that... Tell no. me who uh, to be honest, these people are. No, nah, to be honest, the the, the <laughs> like, I mean, it was great. Not, I mean, I I didn't know who half, but but like Barney, like who's yeah. Barney? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there's really only like t- three people in the book, so I, I, we'll get actually forty seven thousand, but most of them, other than the Henchman three, one died. Forty six thousand nine hundred and ninety seven I mean, were all. Slightly ridiculous. The sheer quad, like I don't think they could fit that many people in the building. It's It's the best part about Hydra. There's always a million of them. (laughs) I love when Hydra shows up. That's true. Um, uh, Now, there wasn't like had you read the previous the Fraction and Aha run on Hawkeye, which is fucking weird because it still hasn't ended yet. Right, like it. The last issue of that run, I think, is coming out in like two weeks or something. Like it's, it's a very strange scheduling thing. But there, like, you would have some inform, some more background information. But I, this book, I don't think you needed it. You know, like the uh, the flashback sequences, I think, did enough of giving you Hawkeye and his brother when they were little there boys. There we go, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, getting the shit kicked out of them uh, in the foster home, you know, and then running away to the circus. Or running, running away, and finding the circus at the end of the issue, and you know the the modern day stuff with 
Hawkeye and Hawkeye uh, with Kate and and Clinton or Catherine and Clinton, as they said in the uh, in the book, which I thought was very funny. Um, Catherine, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? All right, Clinton. Um, yeah, I think Lemire did a uh, did an an admirable job of following up what is uh, just. I mean, Fraction and, and AHA's Hawkeye run is, is so good, and it's so loved and revered, you know, like this. I can't imagine taking over from from that team. Right. Like, I mean, did you read the, um, I guess, the, the, the little at the end of the book stuff, the what are, what are they, the arrow mail? No, I didn't. Um, the, I was it, running late this morning and just was like, I have more shit to read. I can't read ancillary nonsense. So I mean, they did make a point to say how the hell are we supposed to you know follow that and you know the powers that be said don't do your own Mm. thing Mm -hmm. so i mean that's that's great because we have the ability to get another solid story hopefully um not gonna lie one of the creepiest last pages Uh, i've ever seen in in comic bookiness and it was the you know the, the the two art styles merging together and the the I don't. I, I mean, the carnival, very like shady, like ghostly looking, and the 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 image of those two. What I'm gonna just call children. I mean, just the combination of those two. Like it was. It ha- I had a visceral effect to it. I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. I I don't. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, there was definitely a very unsettling quality to that. But that that's the way to do a cliffhanger because you get to that page and you go. Ooh. Well, fuck, I got to read that. Of course I have to read the next issue. Even if I didn't like the rest of it, I got to find out what the fuck all that shit is. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Thought they did a great job. The coloring, too, in this book, though. The it coloring was, yeah, was spectacular. Yeah. It was so, so good. And not done by Jordi Belair, which surprises me, because she usually does the best, the best oh, really? shit. Oh, really? She took the week off? No, because I'm going to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, usually I see coloring that good, and I go, oh, Jordi Belair's killing it again. She's just fucking crushing it. And, no, like, this was Ramon Perez, the artist, and um, uh, Herring, maybe, did the coloring? Uh, I don't know. I, Give us I, I, I'll, I'll tell I you don't have I, it in front of me. I do. Hold on. Not too far. What the hell is that fucking zone thing? Uh, Herring and Perez. Mm. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Whoa. What? NWO for life, son. Yeah. What, what? Sh- shout out to Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Big fans of the show. Oh, my God. I wish. Oh, don't <laughs> even say awesome. things like that. Oh, I'd be so excited. You just tickled Dean. <laughs> <laughs> if we could be, if the Paper Cuts podcast could be the official podcast of the Wolfpack, that would be amazing. Oh, best day ever. 18-year-old me ever. just fucking <laughs> half a stiffy. <laughs> you know, it would be funny if you showed up to a Comic-Con with just a <laughs> stack of comics for Jordi Belair, and she's like, I, I didn't write these, and you're just like, sign them now! Sign them, you're the best! Uh, a log box. Just uh, <laughs> These are all yours. I'm going to leave them here for a couple of hours. Just sign them all, please. I'll be Thank back. <laughs> I'll be back. She's looking through this... this Dan Slott, John Romita, what the fuck? What's wrong with him? I I didn't draw the He-Man comic book from 1987. What the fuck? Oh, God. Micronauts. Ugh. <laughs> wow. Deep cuts. I <laughs> oh, love it. I love this show. This is great. Okay. Um, 
So, but yeah, I, this, this Hawkeye book was like, cause still it's weird reading a Hawkeye book, right? Like the fact that all of us are sitting here talking about Hawkeye, is that weird to everyone else? Cause from what with, he was to what he is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, even but with s- as good as the fraction, the fraction Hawkeye run was, I'm still like, this is a fucking Hawkeye book. Why do I care? Right. And, and I alluded to the fa- same feeling that I had when I picked up Aquaman and went, wow, really? Aquaman? Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> it's good. It's- I guess it's that uh, it, it really proves the the old adage, uh, as it were. The uh, there are no bad characters. True. You well, know, like it. Stiltman really. Uh, nah, Stiltman's fucking dope. <laughs> I tell you what, if if they can redo um the the Elastic Man as a uh, as a new hip book. Okay, I, which one I was Elastic Man? Was that uh, the dude in the red with the goggles? Yeah, with the goggles. No, uh, that is that is Plastic Man. Plastic Man, sorry. Thank you. And but there was also the amazing. Elongated Man. The Elongated Man, yeah. <laughs> Who was in the yeah. blue, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. El- elongated Man is a douche. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to see the Plastic Man, because he looks like some guy who trips out on acid before he goes and saves people. Yeah, Plastic uh, Man's amazing. I, I was... Very, very pleasantly surprised with this book. Really didn't expect to like it. And it was like, I, I'm going to say the top book this week for me. I, uh, uh, It was a good book. I'm going to have to reserve that title for the other book we're going to talk about, though. Okay. Uh, and the, then I, I quit. Oh, okay. <laughs> then right. I'm off the show. All right. <laughs> Damn it. I, I guess we could just stop talking. Then. <laughs> All right. So we're we're done with Hawkeye. We we got all our Hawkeye ness out. Yeah, the read it. This is done. It's cool. amazing. Yeah, if if you get a chance, read it. It's more of a book. It's good. Just do it. So next book we're gonna talk about is Descenders. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know what to expect out of this book because it's Image. So Image can be hit and miss. <laughs> I was really really happy with this book. It was it was cool. But I think I just have like a soft spot for sci-fi books, and I I. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole premise of it and everything, and I, I thought it was really good. What What did you guys think? Nugent knocked it out of the fucking park. This the the, the art is breathtaking. They're like paintings. Every every cell, every panel is a is a like a work of art, and you hardly ever get that in, you know. A full issue, you know. Usually, if it trails off and then comes back and trails off, they he did a a, a wonderful job. It's it's really, um, watercolory, like a, a, sort of similar to Hawkeye, I guess. But the, it's <laughs> watercolory. Now that's watercolory a term. Yeah, meaning <laughs> meaning just like watercolors. Ooh, um, it. <laughs> it, it's. It's it's really interesting to look at visually because there's a lot like there's a lot of muted tones throughout the book, but then just in the first couple of pages, like I don't know if there's this, like a fish tank or something in the dude's room, um, but there's a lot of like these really just crazy bright colors like off in the corner, and it I, it's just really interesting to look at. Yeah, I mean, just look. I'm gonna call it the dude's apartment. Yeah, yeah the 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 smatterings of it's like a burst but it's a tree in the background with fluttering leaves or you know the 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 aquarium that you could see just the little hashes of color to you know 
alludes to yeah. fish. I mean, it's watercolor. I, I, it, there's you don't get much detail with watercolor usually, but it it gave that the 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 stark difference between you know the muted tones like you said and then the bursts of colors that are around in his world. Yeah, I'm I'm it, I was really surprised at the the depth and detail that they they were able to pull out from from that sort of art style cuz it's not easy. Nope. A lot of times it can just get all kind of washed together. It, uh, like it's I don't know, very impressed. The the that double page spread where they uh like they come across the machine. Yeah, that was it's beautiful. Like I would hang that up on the yeah. wall. Yeah. So now for story, go. It it was cool, man. I mean, basically, it's it's about this highly it's it's almost uh, like Mass Effect in in a way where you know you got this uh, this very high tech, advanced intergalactic federation going on. I believe there's a total of nine planets that are in it, and all of a sudden these just gigantic uh, robots come and want to eradicate I, it's just humans uh and they i think eradicate like literally i'd say 90% of the population it went from 55 billion to 1 billion people very very quickly <laughs> um and uh they made it so that that that's what happened and after they got to that number they the robots just bounced never to well, haven't returned again yet. Um, long story short, the main character is the leading creator and innovator in robotics, so they call him in to try and stem this uh, this extermination of uh, the human race or organic organisms, and he has no idea what to do, so he just becomes destitute and kind of loses himself in a bottle uh, over the years until... This little robot boy on a defunct mining colony uh, comes active again, and the uh, the army calls this uh, this robot um, aficionado back in. They're like, "Hey, listen, we did find out what these robots were based on, or what their like most basic algorithms were based on, and they're based on something you made." And they're like, "The do you remember the Tim series robot?" And he's like, "Yeah." Uh, that was supposed to be meant for kids, like a toy. Why? And they're like, yeah, that's what it's based on. You're these gigantic killer robots that took out our human race are uh, based on a um on a toy. There you <laughs> Timmy, go, Timmy, all grown up. Yep. So you know, th- I that's that's where they leave the story off, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of I, I sort of saw it coming. But it was one of those things like I, I'm like I want to I want to see what happens now. This is this is kind of cool, and I I guess the main reason is 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 because it does sort of run in that same vein as Mass Effect. Evan, I I know you haven't played Mass Effect, but oh, I, I have dabbled. I haven't gotten as deeply into the world as others. Cause I got you. I you know have a job and life. You know, you know. Uh, other things to do. Yeah. So, but I I mean essentially it's it's this sort of the same premise where. It's, big monster thing tries and takes over the world and you got a few people that can stop it and there's a reason why now and i, w- I want to see what happens it's it's pretty cool i mean i the art was awesome and the story's really good too i'm interested to see what happens when the boy and this uh the scientist meet 
Though it looks like it'll take a little longer than normal because the last panel is of these really weird alien bounty hunters finding the kid. So someone sent them to find the kid. So I can't wait to find out who. You know, yeah, you know, what, you know what the fuck is that dog at the end? <laughs> I have no idea. That is the scariest thing I've ever seen. See, but you also know who the leader of that group is is because he's smoking a cigar. Certainly. The universal side for I'm in charge. <laughs> true story. True story. Glad we glad we figured that out. So, I, it, all in all, good book, huh? Yeah, I was really excited. An image, image made a good book. Uh, hopefully, it stays around. So, better than uh, what the hell is that book? Um, couple couple weeks ago, the one with the Jeff Lemire wannabe stuff. If oh, would- um, oh. Uh, Wasteland or some shit. Oh, yeah. was that with the blade girl. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was, that was bad. <laughs> oh boy. Still boo. Yeah. No, has not changed. Still boo nope. after all these weeks. <laughs> after all these weeks, you still shouldn't read it. <laughs> but the sender. Yeah. So that's uh, that's two Jeff Lemire books or Lemire. I don't know how you say it. Oh, don't be that guy. I don't know. I what thought it was it? always Lemire. Is it Lemire? I don't know. Anytime I've heard anyone say his name, it's Jeff Lemire. Oh, that's a shame, because Jeff Lemire is a huge fan of the show. Fuck! Damn it. <laughs> I well, I mean, it. that's that's the way the English language works, though. Like, fire and tire, it would be Lemire. But, whatever. Don't rhyme um, his goddamn name. <laughs> I'm, it, but that's the way words work. Relax, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <Seuss. laughs> do, do we have to come up with the, the other end of that spectrum? God. Read and read are the yeah. same spelling. Sure, I get it, but words are also stupid. Sure, S-U-R-E, sure, S-H-O-R-E. Come on. <laughs> Listen, you can take your homonyms and your homophones and homophuck off out of here. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, no, really good book. Um, That dog really does fucking creep me out, though. Like, it, it is it is a very scary image. It, 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 it it's puts- a dog, and it doesn't have fur on its face. It's like, a, imagine how scary that would be. <laughs> it's funny because after that, they start going into the concept art, which is pretty neat to see. But yeah. There's this one concept art of a, a – it's called Bandit, and it's this, it looks like a little flying little robot droid thing, and there's this image of it picking up a kitten. It is the most adorable robot I've ever seen. <laughs> it, like, four pages later, like, cuteness. Before that horrific doggy thing. Yeah. So you can tell that – these people are cat people. <laughs> well, I bandit. I think is a dog, isn't he? I don't know. The he's he's in the book. Uh, what was it? Um, he finds him in the the mining colony. He's like, oh, I thought you were gone. Now we could be together. No, no, I'm, sh- I'm showing the love that Bandit is showing towards the kitten. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Anywho, haha. Good stuff. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I, if anything, I would say get those two books. Don't do anything else. But we'll see because these guys got uh-huh. some books to talk about. Don't you guys? I disagree. There are other books you should get. Okay. You should get Rat Queens number nine. <laughs> this is what the, uh, the, the the new artist, did we figure that out? Yeah, it's uh, Stefan Sejic and uh, taking over as the, the regular series artist because uh, the former series artist uh, got up to some shenanigans. Um, wow, that, that was cryptic. 
Yeah, it's better left for another thing. Um, but yeah, like some shit where it's like, oh, you're a fucking terrible person, aren't you? Uh-huh. Off the book. Yeah, uh-huh. not not cool. But the the writer remains the same, Curtis J. Uh, Weib, or however you say that one too. <laughs> it's really, I would prefer if my comic book creators had last names like Smith and Jones. Or, or Smythe. Or Smythe, <laughs> yes, with a Y. Um, no. So, Rat Queens, as we've talked about on this show before, is one of the fucking just craziest books that is put out, uh, well, it used to be month to month, and then was gone for like six months, and now is back. It It's so, it's so good. It's It just takes everything about the fantasy, the sword and sorcery fantasy thing, and flips it on it, its head and gives you just badass girls tearing shit to pieces like they're everything like you would watch and you would be like oh that dude's super badass because you know he curses and he you know sleeps around and does whatever he wants like all those typical like male tropes are are present in these female characters and they're so funny and ridiculous and over the top and like I don't know that I've ever seen a book where the characters flip each other off uh, as much as they do in this book, and it makes me <laughs> chuckle every time. It, it's like a defiant flipping, flipping off, too. It's not like just it a casual really walk by. It's I've stopped, I've turned around, I am raising my arm, finger, you, you son of a... I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> this finger means fuck you, is basically like every time it pops up. And like there's like there's one scene in particular in this where one of uh one of the uh other female barbarian type characters in the book uh or mercenary type characters has found one of the rat queens the uh the dwarf uh rat queen mm-hmm. and she is in her her backpack and uh she says you know like I found her and uh I found Betty she's uh in my backpack and I I think she believes it's a dungeon um because Betty's little sound bubble is, I found the exit, friends, you know, and it's just like <laughs> ridiculous and silly shit, and it's oh, it's just awesome. It's so good. And, like, the story itself is still kind of serious. Like, it's the end of the world. You know, like, right, the, right, right. there are, like, these giant Cthulhu fucking monsters that are destroying <laughs> Palisades, and, you know, there's still all this ridiculous shit going on, and, and people going man, this town is just weird, like, is is said by a couple different characters. Like, this town is just fucking weird, and <laughs> it's just awesome. The The new artist, uh, Stefan Sejic, has, like, the, the art style before that Rock Up Church was doing was um, a little bit more cartoony. Um, this is a little bit more realistic in, in as much as realism as you can throw on you know giant cthulhu looking monsters but the it's just it's a little bit more uh serious and it works really well like i actually kind of wish that he had been the artist on the book the whole time now after looking at it and i really liked the way that it looked before but this is it's just stunning like the coloring is good there's a lot of like uh magic spells that are are done throughout the book and they're done with this really, like, really nice ethereal quality to them of, you know, they're not like the Green Lantern constructs or when Doctor Strange casts a spell and they're these very solid, you know, uh, just 
very in-your-face kind of objects. These are kind of floaty and, and made of, like, it looks like they're made of magic, which is cool and kind of how it should be. It's, the, uh, the, there was a, a, sh- a shield spell at one point in time yeah. passed, and it looked yeah. um, like, a, like a, a jellyfish almost. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it felt like it was there, but not really, which is how constructs and magic should be, you know, drawn out. It, it, they did a good job. Impressive. Yeah, I, it's, I've, I fucking love this book. I love this book so much, and I'm very, very happy that it is back. And boobs. Don't forget boobs. Well, yeah, and there's boobs, and, and that's awesome. <laughs> boobs you know, for who days. Doesn't, who doesn't love boobs? Um, I don't know. Hitler. Oh. Oh, man, a Hitler reference? Jeez, dude. Oh, we've gone there. Okay. What? He might not have liked boobs. How the fuck do you know? I'm sure Anyhow. he did. All we know is that he liked pooping, was constipated, and liked Superman. That's all we know. I don't even want to go down this path anymore. Next book. <laughs> abort. Abort. <laughs> Pull abort. out. Pull out. Oh. So, yeah. Rat Queens. It's back. It's amazing. It's If it's not on your pull list, if it's not something that you've read before, go find the rest of it. Go pick up a trade. Go pick up some back issues. It's it's just fucking great, man. It is it is a joy to read every month, which I don't often say about fantasy-type books. Usually they are a lot of work to get through, but this one is not. Cool. All right, so, Dan, you got anything else, or are we going to switch over to Evan? Uh, I have one more, and it is, uh, as much as I loved All New Hawkeye, it is my favorite book of this week. Do it. Big Man Plans, number one. <laughs> Another image book, which, uh, you know, I think we should, <laughs> I think we should just be an official image podcast at this point. But... We'd, uh, we'd be one of the, I think, only people who reviews solely image books. I'm pretty sure everyone else does Marvel and uh, DC, and we're on the other spectrum doing image. Well, there's that. So, nice. So, so we're better? Hell yeah! Okay, good to know. Uh, that's fair. Um, So yeah, Big Man Plans number one, written by Eric Powell and Tim Weish. Art by Eric Powell. Eric Powell, if you do not know The Goon, it is one of just the absolute best projects that, that has ever been done in comics. Eric Powell's The Goon was absolutely incredible. And, like, is is available. I think there's big oversized editions you can get of it. Like, it's all in trades and whatever. It's, it's one of those books that you should absolutely read. But this one, his new book, uh, stars a dwarf who is heading back to his hometown. And he very much does not want to be heading back to this hometown. We get some really nice flashback sequences here of when he was a child. Uh, You know, his dad was the only one who called him big man. And he says, you know, my dad's the only one who called me that without any venom behind it. Um, You know, his dad wanted him to take over the farm. And, you know, he he and his sister were being raised on this farm. And his dad, you know, used to say, when I'm gone, you're going to have to you know, take care of your mom and your sister, and you're going to have to do this for me. He's, yeah, no problem, Dad. That's awesome. And then his mom, being a uh, a narcissistic shitbag, uh, kind of hated the fact that she had a midget as a son, and one day just ep- up and left the family, left the dad to raise the kids alone. The dad turned to drinking, and 
one night, got drunk and walked into the barn, tripped over a thing, dropped his lantern, and the barn caught fire, and the, the little kid could not uh, could not pull his father out. His father died, and bad things start happening from there, right? As you can imagine, they would. The kid blames himself. Uh, he even says, like, in the book, the in the narration, he says, you know, so I guess you could kind of say, I killed my father. Um, kind of gets lost down this path gets into fights, is just kind of an asshole, gets put in a foster home, says sister, gets adopted because she's a little girl, and she's a normal little girl, and who doesn't want to adopt a normal little girl? But he says, you know, nobody wanted to adopt a dwarf. So he used to get into fights and shit. Um, there's this really... I, I thought it was fun, like I laughed out loud uh, when he was he going... Lulled. I I lulled. Uh he was going to join the army, and, uh, you know, a- as you can imagine, a a midget would probably not be drafted into Vietnam back then. Um, I don't know what the laws would be now, uh, but back then there was a lot of uh, discrimination against, you know, kind of everybody. And the the army recruiter has this really great line. Uh, he just, he basically says, you know, I appreciate you wanting to come, you know, and serve your country. That's awesome. Uh, but you have to be out of your fucking mind if you think the army is going to take a midget. And the guy's like, no, no, I just, I don't have to, f- like, I could, I could clean or something like that. And the, the next panel is just the recruiters get the fuck out. Like, it, I don't know. It was, it was quite funny. But he, after that, he gets recruited in a special black ops mission to go down into like foxholes and shit in Vietnam and if you know anything about the Vietnam War, there was, you know, the stories of all the tunnels and the crazy underground network that the Viet Cong Army had. And, you know, here we have this guy recruiting uh, people that don't fit the traditional bill of soldier to go down into these foxholes and root out the army. And he's like, yeah, right on, I'm in. And the guy says, good, otherwise I'd have to kill you. Um, they beat the shit out of him in basic training and basically turn him into this fucking crazy killer. And he's got a really dope mustache because, you know, the 70s. And he's he's sitting there in his army fatigues and he's got, like, toes and ears, like, strung around his neck, like, in the, the most... skull paint. The skull yeah, paint. Yeah, in the skull paint. Which is awesome. He's got, he's got a little handgun that's uh, modified to shoot shotgun shells. And it's just unbelievably violent when he gets down into this thing. And, you know, he's just this fucking murdering bastard. And, like, he does leave one old Vietnamese man alive and a panel shows later of the Vietnamese man that he left alive, uh, telling a, uh, like a bedtime story to, I would assume his grandson. And he says, you know, go to bed or the tiniest version of death will come get you. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's just ridiculous. So like he gets back from the war and in, in very, uh, stereotypical Vietnam story fashion, you know, he's got long hair and he's, you know, an alcoholic and is fucking prostitutes and whatever. And like, it, which is kind of the, the trope for Vietnam stories. Like if you watch any Vietnam movie that's in there, right? Like right, he looks right. kind of like, like when Lieutenant Dan gets back in Forrest Gump. Right. Um, kind of like that. Minus the, uh, minus the wheelchair. You got new legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I yeah, was going to say the same height though. Oh. oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Anywho. Oh, it's probably run just as fast, too. Um, <laughs> oh, sniggity snap. <laughs> oh, that'll be edited. Little anyway, people um, leave me no hurt. 
little people sort of big fans of the show um <laughs> i see what Jesus. you did there i see, see where i'm going with I that see what you did okay <laughs> all right it's okay i can say that some of my best friends are dwarves um wait what nothing okay. it's okay <laughs> fuck um so yeah uh so he's out fucking a prostitute and like uh, this dude comes out, he's like, what are you doing to my girl? And he's like, I'm fucking her right for a change, asshole. Um, dude pulls him out and like, he punches this guy in the fucking dick, which is just a fucked up move. But <laughs> he punches him so hard. He makes the dude throw up. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, and like, and the very next page is one of the, the most ridiculous pages. Cause there is a man who a full-grown man who has just gotten punched in the dick, <laughs> bent over, throwing up, while there is a crazy-eyed midget holding a tire iron with no pants on and his fucking junk hanging out, just staring at him like, I dare you to fucking do something. It's the craziest page I have ever seen in a book. And, like, the prostitute, like, comes in and, like, gets the cops, and the cops are like... The cop... The one the cop has a great line, he's... You know, I, I shit you not, Carl. I rolled up here and that naked midget is whooping the tar out of that boy with a tire iron. To which Carl responds, this goddamn job is for the birds. <laughs> just the just birds. A birds, perfect, big fans of the show. Oh, God, just a perfect panel. Um, And then we, we cut to, to the guy being in, in prison and uh, a, a Nazi skinhead comes up to him and says, I know why you're in here. Uh, the dwarf then turns and fucking uh, cuts his throat out, basically just rips his throat out. And he's like, you know, um, you know, thank God for hippies, though, because since I'm a dwarf, they don't they don't want me in prison having to defend myself against, uh, you know, full grown people. So even though I just murdered this fucking guy, uh, they set me free, which is nice. And then. Yeah. And then he gets this uh, this letter and is heading home. And the last page says, I, you know, there's this old woman like, what, what are you doing back here? Why are you here? He says, I'm here to rage and get respect. And he's got just a fucking nasty looking hammer. And it's like, all right, this is only four issues. I already want this to just continue forever because it's fucking amazing. I don't think there's enough crazy in the world for this book to go on forever, Dan. <laughs> Dude, so good. Uh, the, the So crazy good current day imagery of him like when he's picking up the the hammer and whatnot he is wearing the best t-shirt i've ever seen by far which <laughs> yeah. is the clown face well clown head hanging by a noose and it says hang in there like you know that, <laughs> that inspirational kitty poster <laughs> good stuff so good so good the artwork eric powell's artwork is so fucking on point in this book it's insane how good it is his art is so adaptable to these different situations that are going on. The coloring is beautiful. The dialogue is fantastic. Like, just every goddamn thing in this book. It was perfect. Like, it was an absolutely perfect book. Awesome. All right, Dan. All right, enough about your little people going on <laughs> huge raging tangents. Little people on big adventures. Aw. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a like a TLC show waiting to happen. Do, 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 do. The more you know. <laughs> well, Evan, what do you got? All right. Well, 
seeing as when we discussed the books, I had to find something else to read. Um, <laughs> there really wasn't much left. Uh, so these two are pr- going to be pretty quick. Um, I looked at the Princess Leia book. And I'm going to say has the possibility to be the worst book. Out of the new Star Wars line, it could really go either way. But by the end of this book, I felt that I was reading Thelma and Louise, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Which sounds awesome, no, right? I, when you put it that way. I, I that sounds great. When when they did a Princess Leia book, I was looking at it and I was like, no... They no. could have. They could have done it, but they're like, they're shoving woman power down the throat of comic book readers. Now, don't get me wrong. I do like seeing women in comics in in powerful leads, but this is like it's overbearing because it seems to be doing, like, just purposefully going in the the opposite direction of what the standard comics are, just to say, hey. Go girl. Eh. Like, you go, sister. It's it's Alright, Princess Leia, parents dead, she doesn't know how to mourn, nobody understands why she's being such an ice queen. Blah 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 blah. She now says there are things that I have to do and I'm going to do them. You're coming with me. Only other woman in the story. <laughs> and it's alright. Art still spot on. The story for what, the, like the writing for what it was, not bad. But, I mean, I was, um, after reading the other books, I was disappointed. I mean, they could have done so many different things as opposed to this. Um, I, I Like, I don't like, you know, beating up books, especially Star Wars. It's, I mean, if you only got to pick two, uh, Leia stays on the shelf. That's that's my humble opinion. I mean, we get all the characters from the movie. You know, there's a cute little joke between her and Han about furriness, and eh, it's eh, the, not my cup of tea. <laughs> the coloring, fantastic, because yeah, Jordi Belair crushes it, it as always. <laughs> Yay, I mean, Jordi Belair. The art itself was great. I mean, it was good. Everybody looked like the way they were supposed to look. We did get a holographic uh, uh, um, R2-D2 showing another hollow movie that he does with for Leia all the time. Seems like he's his personal projector. But <laughs> it's like, I don't know where they're going to go. It's It seems like her job now for this story run is to collect all of her people that are not on her planet anymore and get them to safety. I don't know if that's really that big a deal and the universe are they being hunted is this a, is this because they really they sort of glaze over it like we're they're stating that we're on this planet and they're coming for us so we have to go find a new planet that's our job and everybody seems to get on board with that plan except for leia she's like no i gotta go find the people but if you find the people where are you taking them to this <laughs> the, you, you don't have a planet yet <laughs> so I, yeah, that's what I got. I mean, meh. I like I I looked through this book. Um, I didn't read it yet. You know, I I want to because it's Star Wars, and I'm like I'm happy to to read more Star Wars shit. But 
the the artwork was actually what I had the biggest problem with. Um, not necessarily the character work or any of the like designs of the ships or anything, but the faces are not good. Everything like, seems really flat. They're and they don't look the same. Throughout, like throughout the book or as yeah, throughout the book they they change even from panel to panel. It's like well. That Leia doesn't look like that Leia, and that's weird because they're right next to each other. Well, there I did note like there's one image or one page where at the top of the page she's a brunette, and at the bottom of the page, straight up black black hair, like no shades of brown at all. But then if you turn the page, she's a brunette again. Like the it's a it's a consistency with the art. I'm looking at the fact that hey, I, uh, I recognize Luke, I recognize Han. Like, if you just showed me a picture, I'd figure out who it is. I recognize Chewbacca. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I as, I was just really surprised because Terry Dodson is a very good artist. Yeah. Yes, he And I it, yeah, this yeah. does not – this did not seem to be his best work, and I was really kind of shocked by that. Well, I, I don't even know. Like, with so much Star Wars stuff coming out so quickly, I don't – I don't think I'm going to be picking up this one. I'm kind of hoping if there is a storyline through this that it will be glanced upon in the other books. But I don't. I I wasn't enthralled enough with this to to pick up the next issue. That's a shame. Yeah. Well, you can't. They can't all be home runs. So. But with that being but, said. But this one wasn't even a double. <laughs> a bunt. More like it was oh. a bunt single. <laughs> you barely beat out at the bag. Um. The other book that I read, <laughs> I don't know. All right. It was Guardians Team Up. Now, being the long-running comic book fan that I am, my instinct is to go, Team Up! Yay! And that's the only reason why I opened this book. <laughs> okay? Um, the cover? I think everybody's on the cover. I, I, <laughs> I Like, I'm trying. I, I, everybody. And it's standard guardians movie guardians fun like it's silliness and it's quips and action and if you liked the movie you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this book i mean they show like you know how in the, the like the team books now they, they do the roster where it's you know these are the people in the group that you should be paying attention to or looking for and in that roster three of them don't show up in the book yeah which i thought was kind of odd but what do I know? Uh, book opens. Lots of action. They're being hunted by who they don't know yet. Being shot at. They've never. They don't recognize the ship. They don't. They don't have any idea what's going on. They're bickering with each other. You know, standard Guardians fare. Rocket. Rocket runs off and uh, saves them by turning on a cloaking device that he built. Apparently, in the four panels that he was away. Um. <laughs> Their ship disappears. The hunting ship can't find them. Uh, they crash, and the Avengers show up. But when I say Avengers, that picture that you just got in your head, not those Avengers. All the other ones. <laughs> all of them. And like the, Guardian, like the Guardians have crashed, so it seems like they're either regrouping, like their stuff that fell out of the crashed ship, or they're trying to fix the ship. It was really hard to tell, but they are completely ignoring this, like, humongous group of Avengers that have shown up. Um, 
they're try like eventually the story gets out like we don't have any idea what's going on. These people are hunting us. Blah blah blah. There's a, a cute little interaction between uh, Spider Girl and and Rocket, where he literally says she says to him, "I I can't deal with this. I draw the line at at talking raccoons." And he's like, "Whoa, take it easy on the raccoon business, okay, bro? You're a spider." And so <laughs> and and the the bubble that like got me was rocket looking at her going and suddenly i'm talking to an earth gal who wears a uniform pointing down to her you know what and the image is her looking down at her crotch i was like that's perfect that's everybody thinks it nobody says it out loud give it to rocket and he just turns and and walks away (laughs) so nice um all of a sudden the big baddie ship shows up again and like starts just destroying everything but of course the ship is taken down by three well-placed arrows from Hawkeye. Now, we have a total of, like, six pages of every super, and I put that word in quotes, super character that the Marvel has to offer, and this gigantic ship is taken down by the dude with the explodey arrows. All right, we go past that. (laughs) All right. All right. Got to give the, the, the normal dudes, you know, his his type to sh- – I mean, there's a, an image of his smirk. Like, I wanted to punch him. Like, I, I, I turned – like, I looked at the page. I'm like, oh, you dick. He deserves a pop in the nose. But then the, the, the supers, the big baddies of the groups, they start, you know, going to attack the ship, and it just throws up Chachari all over the place. There was hundreds upon hundreds of Chachari in this in the ship. They're fighting. They're fighting. They – don't fight anymore because something happens. There's this like burst where it takes them all down in one foul swoop. And like it, it, it was like anticlimactic because it's literally a half a page image of Fashum and it's purple. And everybody and then the next thing is everybody's down except No, he goes down too. So everybody's down and standing <laughs> over, you know, defiantly, I have won the day is Nebula. And then the to be continued. I don't know if I want to see the rest of this fight. <laughs> I, yeah, but Nebula's badass. She is. Not going to lie. Badass. But if she could take them down in one foul fashoom, why is she, like, why aren't heads being cut off? Everybody's down. Ev- everyone. And Well, but, but Hawkeye's got those splody arrows. Splody arrows. Yeah, he's down. If, 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 <laughs> if Drax is down... Splody arrow, Hawkeye's down. I, like, they don't really show it, but I'm just assuming. Unless he hid behind a rock or something, and the Fashum didn't get him. Ah, it was dumb fun. I mean, like, if you like action, you like the... the if you know, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'm going to... Eh. At the end, I, I wasn't left wanting more. So, so you're going to Fashum was, uh, the book? I think I may Fashum the book. And I'm hoping Bendis, I'm right? pronouncing that right, so... <laughs> I'm sure you are. Fashom. Fash ha ha hum. It was uh, Bendis wrote that? Uh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. And Art Adams did the pencils. Paul. Well, that's nice. I mean, Art Adams is the shit. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good looking book. But, like, uh, there are a lot of good looking books out there now. Yeah. So I, I need, there needs to be a little, little something more to, to get me to pick up issue two. So, one there. Meh. It's okay. Fair enough. 
I've been a negative Nelly for the past couple of weeks. Huh? Nah, you really no, you have. <laughs> well, there's that. So okay, all right. So I I think that's all the books we had to talk about. But we got other things to talk about. Yeah. Evan, you always got things to talk about. Yeah. What? Talk the about Supergirl him. costume? Yes, it's coming along great. The window. Oh, no, I changed it to Power, Power Girl. Girl. Yeah, the window <laughs> highlights the cleffage well. That's it. No, the the Supergirl from the TV show. They put out the costume. It looks good. I, well, it looks like it the look, movie. It look, yeah, it looks Super good, Girl. though. It's Supergirl. Shut Make me a Swamp face. Thing show. Really? I want it back. Really? How well did I want your. It back. Uh, what's the, the, the dude with the Smokies and the, the magic? How well did that show do? It's okay. It's not terrible. Constantine is all right. With the, the resounding. With the and the magic? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I deserve a medal for deciphering that. Come on. You didn't know who I was oh. talking about? Come on. It is what it is. It's going to be another DC show. I don't know. what's What channel is it supposed to be on now? Fox? I don't know. CBS? I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I'm not going uh, to watch it. This one's ESPN 8. <laughs> the Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> ah, beat you to it. <laughs> I'll set them up. You guys knock them down. Well done. So, yeah, more news. Okay. Um, <laughs> News. News. Cuz news. Evan. Yes. Tell us about things. I, uh, well, uh, I do have this little thing coming out um, called Garden State Comic Fest, July 25th and 26th. It's going to be fantastic nominal that's a new word i can't fantastic isn't enough phenomenal isn't enough i've combined the two uh we're 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 just about sold out like tables are 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 gone and it's it's gonna be awesome uh i'm not 100 percent uh on what has been announced but what i'm going to do for the next week's show Oh, I may not be here for next week's show. That will be, we'll decide that. I'm going to come up with the announced list because there are some heavy hitters there that I'm really, really proud of that we got to come out to the show. Uh, check us out on the Facebooks, the Twitters, on our site. Everything is face Facebook. It's Garden State Comic Fest. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see everybody there. Well, you know we're going to be there. Yeah, I, I I actually yesterday we went to um, Big Apple Con, which was good. I mean, it was a huge huge turnout. Um, but whilst I was there, I was talking with my my guys, and I'm trying to solidify everything that we have available to us. And it's I think it may be a little bit too much. <laughs> there, no, there there's never enough. <laughs> We're talking tables, booths, uh. Areas for live podcasts. So. I, I don't even know what your problem is then. We, it's perfect. We got everything. I'll make sure we have enough people. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure I'll, I'll hire people. I'll hire the interns. I'll get them to come in. Uh, the interns. Oh, yeah, my goodness. We're that far along? Yeah, we, we are. Interns? We are. Okay, okay. We, got, we, got, we got a couple interns. So, awesome. Yeah, it's good. Awesome. It's so, great. Yeah, I, I, I'm doing the best for us and for them and for, you know, it's going to be a fantastic show. Sweet. Sweet. And maybe the uh, CPW uh, face-off will uh, happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you see like I reposted the other day that that Charles was announced? I know Charles was announced, mm-hmm. and my my statement, my my headline for the the reposting was CP Dubs in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that. It made me laugh. Oh God, that was just for you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I I've, I've only met the man for uh, fifteen minutes, and I feel like I know him for a lifetime. Was it? What, what, are you counting the elevator? Yes, I'm, I'm counting okay. the elevator where he stared at three of us very awkwardly and just stood there silently, praying to get off the elevator as quick as possible. Well, I I, th- I think that says more about you guys than it does about Charles, so. Oh, yeah, that, that we're batshit nuts. I know I'm batshit nuts. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing these shows and this is true. making weird sounds and statements all the time. So, uh, besides that, we are also going to be at a few other conventions. Uh, we're going to be at um, South Jersey Geek Fest April 4th. And then we're going to be at Too Many Games the 26th to the 28th. South Jersey Geek Fest is in... Uh, Jesus. Um, Wood- Woodbury Commons. Uh, nice! You didn't have that last time. No, I didn't. Um, and uh, it- it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a table there and everything. Um, you come see us. We're going to be doing a live trivia show there at the uh, um, convention. It'll it'll be a great time. We're going to be giving away a bunch of stuff uh, for the winners and everything. Uh, it, we we got all types of things going on. We're going to have uh, our lovely geek girls roaming the. Uh, the floor and everything for participants, so it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, so Dan's going to be there too? Yes, he will. Okay, cool. Yes, ma'am. See what I did there? He said geek I girls, did, did. and then I said Dan. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, uh, it's good. It's a callback to the joke from last week. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to last week. Big fan of this week's show. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that oh, was impressive. man. <laughs> Thank you. That's a thing that happened. Yep. Um, so we're also going to be at Too Many Games. We actually have a panel there, so that's exciting. Whoa. They they gave us a slotted time to to go ahead and talk about stuff. We're to panelize. Yeah, we're we're bringing it back. We're we're bringing back our um our item hunt from Garden State Comic Fest, and we're bringing into Too Many Games for some video game stuff, and we're gonna see how it goes. It'll it'll definitely be a lot of fun. That'll be myself, Chris, Dan, Tiff, and Jesse's gonna be there as well. So it'll definitely be a cool time, and uh, yeah, we hope to see everyone there. Cause too I, many think, games I think I think I'm gonna show up and just sit in the audience and heckle. <laughs> Please, video do. games suck. <laughs> You should be talking about comic books. Garden State Comic Fest. <laughs> You're just going to throw flyers at people and shit. You know, can you do that? We could just add you in as part of the show. That'll be like in the in the notes. <laughs> Mysterious guest to be announced. Audience member. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Cool. I think uh, we, we covered all that stuff. Uh, if you want to check out any of the books we talked about, it's in the notes. Uh, besides that, we got all the links to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we got an Instagram now, so I guess I'll be putting that on there. There's no pictures yet, but soon there will be, probably. But there will be pictures of food coming soon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I don't know. People t- tell me we need a Twitter. So I, not a Twitter. We have a Twitter. Uh, an Instagram. So I was like, all right, I'll make an Instagram. What can do I we, put on there? Can we only, like, just specifically hunt down video game and comic book related food items and only put that on Instagram? 
The only thing that's uh-huh. going to be on there are the popsicles that the ice cream man sells. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have six pictures. That would be the end of the fucking Instagram. <laughs> but the best six pictures ever. Yeah, 90 nostalgias for days. Or for <laughs> six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, all of uh, all the stuff will be in the notes. You can check that out and get to clicking. Uh, we also got a contact us link on there. If you want to send us any feedback, go ahead. We're more than happy to get feedback from you guys. We've been getting a few comments on uh, the articles. By all means, if you got something to say, say it. We are not shy people. We will put it on the show and put you on blast. Woo! Yeah, so that, it'll, it'll that, be fun. No, that, that's not a good thing. Why? You put somebody on blast is to make fun of them. Well, maybe. They oh, I thought we actually fun. had a show called Blast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. came, came Comment in. We'll week. start a new podcast we'll, called Blast, where we just talk. We just read off comments. I'd like. To it's not a bad idea. Show. I know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a giver. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's comics, and check back with us next week at the uh, Paper Cuts Podcast, where we will be checking out more books. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Later.